Hello, fellow seekers and searchers. So good to have you here. Have a very special episode for you today, an unusual episode, and that I'm dedicating it to talking you through the worksheet turned workbook that I just made for you. You'll find a link in the show description. Basically, the reason it's now a workbook instead of a worksheet is the same reason I'm doing a whole episode on it because I really want it to be something that really gets you somewhere. I don't want it to be some arbitrary throwaway exercise. I want it to be really worth your time and I want to help you make the most of it. So that's what we're going to be doing here today. We're going to be talking through it. I'm going to explain what it is, what it's for, how to approach it in terms of your mindset, and very importantly, how to actually do it, how to get yourself to do it, because that's where the rubber meets the road, right? Doesn't matter how amazing the workbook is if you don't actually use it. And that's where it falls apart for a lot of us is between inspiration and application, right? Or inspiration and implementation. I'm generally not a worksheet person, but that's mostly because I never get around to doing them. So a lot of times I'm like, I'm just not even going to kid myself that this is going to happen. But I do often, when it's a good one, I find it worthwhile. And so I really made this one to be worthwhile for you. And I want to help you make the most of it. So we're going to get into all the nitty gritty of that today here with me, Gina Marks. You're listening to Now You Tell Me. The Figure Out Your Life Worksheet. Figure out what you want to do with your life and then how to actually pursue it. Oh, real quick. So for a lot of this episode, I'll still be saying worksheet. You'll see that it evolved into a workbook. (laughs) But it was initially a worksheet. So that's why uh, for a lot of this episode, you'll still hear me calling it a worksheet. So apologies for any confusion as far as that goes. But I think you'll be glad. I know that I'm glad because it is pretty stinking fantastic. I have to say this bad boy will actually help you figure out what you want to do with your life and help you to do it. I put all that into a workbook and it's only 11 pages. So I've basically taken what was the chaotic, flailing, mess of a one-legged butt-kicking contest that was me figuring all this out and reverse-engineered that using what I've additionally learned and clarified into this guidebook to give you that direction up front and hopefully save you some of the flailing and butt-kicking and time and agony and stress. So in this worksheet, you will find a list of questions, prompts, suggested exercises to help guide you through all of what I was just talking about, guide you through all of that uncertainty, help you push through that I don't know resistance by starting with what you do know, which is so much more than you realize. You just haven't learned to challenge yourself in the right way and ask yourself those better questions to get those answers you're looking for. So this will help you do that. It's in just a simple PDF format, so you can copy and paste just the question portion, which the question portion only adds up to about a couple pages worth. There's a piece of exposition in there that makes it a little bit longer, but the questions themselves equal only about a couple pages worth. So even though the guidebook itself is much longer, don't let that throw you. It's not 11 pages of questions. But anyway, you can just copy and paste them so that you can do them however you like and give yourself whatever flexibility you need, because I know a lot of people write much longer answers. A lot of you give much shorter answers. Some of you really like to do it handwritten. Some of you like to do it digitally. So I figure this way it gives you the most flexibility and the rest of it, because it won't necessarily require you to answer in the document itself. You can easily use that digitally printed out, whatever works best for you. 
Just so you don't have a heart attack when you first see it, the questions are pretty thorough. That is on purpose. Most of you aren't used to asking yourselves these types of questions or being asked these types of questions, but I promise you it won't hurt you. It will not hurt you to ask your brain these different types of questions and look for these answers. You're just kind of, you know, like when you type the search in Google, you're kind of doing that to your own brain. You're just performing the search in your brain and giving it the chance to mine for the information that's already there. So try not to let it intimidate you. There's an, you're not going to get a grade here. And while I do suggest you get started on it as soon as possible and build that momentum and don't lose that momentum, you can go, you can completely go at your own pace. You don't need to get it done in any particular amount of time. There's no need to rush. You can take your time with it. If you're more bingy like me and it works better to just like hunker down for a day and get through it, go nuts, knock yourself out. Or you can break it up. You can do little sections at a time. Or you can do something like make a fun exercise for yourself and print out the questions and cut them up into strips and do like a um, put them in a basket and like draw one every day or something like that. Does not matter how you do it upside down on a plane on a train in a box with a fox does not matter. Doesn't matter how you do it or at what pace you do it. It only matters that you do it. There will be some redundancy that's on purpose. So even if you feel like you're given some of the same answers or you've answered a question before, still keep answering them. Because sometimes just coming at something in a slightly different way or at a slightly different time even can jog something a little bit different loose. And then the suggested exercises are to help you take some of this and keep going and keep exploring. Because obviously, unfortunately, one worksheet isn't meant to necessarily give you the magic answer you're looking for immediately. It might, you might get lucky. I just wouldn't put that pressure on it, especially for those of you that feel really wide open. If you have some general idea already, then you may find clarity faster. Or it may be the opposite. Some of you that feel like you have no idea may be surprised to find things just popping off in your mind and just clicking right away. But it's important to stay open. The main purpose is to get those wheels turning in different directions looking from those different angles so you can see those different dots and then start connecting them together. It's fishing out those clues and those pieces of the puzzle from those dark corners of your mind that you haven't been sweeping around for a while, maybe never, and to dust the rust off those critical thinking skills, those problem-solving skills, and getting that creative engine turning. So that's what it is and what it's for. And I want you to approach it with a very open, experimental, even childlike, playful mindset. It's not something you want to worry about getting right right away or getting done in a certain amount of time because that's just going to stifle your creativity and problem solving and definitely don't feel the need to make sense of it right away. It's okay if it seems like total nonsense at first. It's okay if it seems like a bunch of pieces from all different puzzles. You're still doing it right. You really can't get this wrong. As long as you're doing it, you really can't get it wrong. This is an investigation to solve a mystery. As long as you are investigating, you are in the process of solving it. That includes ruling out what doesn't make sense. That includes gathering all the clues that don't yet fit together in any obvious way. That's part of the mystery. And it can be part of the fun if you can bring that to it. So find that mindset that resonates with you that can help you to stay open in that way. It might be the idea of being playful and childlike and going in some big toy room and just playing around with all different stuff and seeing what different games you can make of all of it or it might be the more experimental scientist alter ego do you think a scientist quits 
every time an experiment doesn't work. Can you imagine? Failed experiments are like probably the majority of their time. I like to say I'm putting on my lab coat and I'm going in the lab. And I'm just going to mix some things together, might blow up some beakers and make a giant mess and have no idea what I'm doing for a while. But eventually, that's what's going to get me to the magic potion. The main thing I mean with all this is to release the self-judgment, release the pressure that you want to put on it, that your mind is going to be insisting on putting on it at first. Release that need to get it perfect. Release that need to get it right and get all the answers right away. And be willing to play and experiment. Because that's where the real magic lies. And by magic, I mean answers. I mean solutions. And with all that said, the important work is to get yourself to actually do it. Even just the worksheet. While it might not sound like any big deal or anything that's hard to do, guess what? It's one of the hardest things to do, isn't it? Not the actually doing of it, but the getting yourself to do it. Because if you're anything like me, you might be listening to this and a lot might be resonating with you and it's all well and good. Except you're probably not going to do it. Now, some of you are the worksheet people. You love worksheets. You could do worksheets all the live long day. Worksheets could be your job. If only you could get paid to do worksheets, right? Hey, maybe you can. Maybe there's something to that. Take that with you as you answer these questions. That's something to explore. But stay with me because even if you are the worksheet people, there still comes a part of what you do with the worksheets, right? So same thing. It's all about the follow through. But my worksheet resistant people, you either do see the value in it and want yourself to do it, maybe think you're going to do it. And then five minutes later happens. <laughs> you never get around to it, right? And then there's others that maybe you just don't see the value in it. You just think, you know what? Like, it's just a worksheet. It's probably not going to do that much good. But the whole reason I'm doing this episode is because I made this worksheet to not be just another worksheet. I made this worksheet to be something that will be really worth your time and will get you somewhere and get you going somewhere. And one of the best things to do to get yourself to do it is to start with the question you want an answer to, just like we were talking about before. Instead of trying to get around to it, instead of struggling to make sure it happens, take a moment and ask yourself, Okay, how can I make sure this is different? How can I make sure to actually do this one? And think about when you really want to make something happen, how do you typically make it happen? Are you somebody that putting something on a calendar means something to you? <laughs> it doesn't to me unless it's an appointment involving another person. If it, if it involves someone else, then it absolutely, I'm really good with my commitments in that way. But if it doesn't, if it's just for me and it's on the calendar, it's meaningless. If I put it on a list, it's meaningless. Now, for some people, that really helps. It's surprising that they won't think to put this type of thing on their schedule, on the calendar, but that is what helps them. Or a daily, specific type of daily to-do list for some people. But if not, then get more creative with it. Just ask yourself, you don't want to ask yourself, how do I do what works for somebody else? How do I make myself do what's working for somebody else that's not working for me? Let go of that. Ask yourself, how can you set yourself up for success? What can help you to do this thing you want to do? I have a client that sends herself um, emails. She'll send herself email reminders. So they'll show up in her inbox, which is just, you know, it's a different presentation to the brain. It catches her attention in a different way. And then I additionally suggested the idea of, uh, at that time, she didn't realize you could do scheduled emails. 
So you could schedule emails to arrive in your inbox at a certain time when you think you may be able to focus on it or just more attentive to it. For me with something like this, now there are certain things, there are certain things I've gotten to a point of practice that with certain types of these things I can get myself to do because I've gotten to that other side of it where I've really experienced the benefit. So there's that stronger incentive. But by and large, I'm somebody that something like this, if nobody else is waiting on it, there's just a low chance I'm going to do it. What I need is some level of external accountability. I'm in an accountability group. So sometimes I use my fellow members and just say, okay, I need to get this thing done today. And I'll tell them I'm going to get it done and then follow up and confirm that I got it done. Most of you are probably not in an accountability group currently, but just to get yourself going, you can do kind of a makeshift version or you can even use this ongoing and enlist friends, family members, coworkers, and just see if you can find somebody else with their own goals or just something they're dragging their feet on that they're struggling to get around to. And you can partner up to help each other. It doesn't have to be any formal, complicated thing. It doesn't even have to be in person. It can be in person. That's great. It can also be by phone, by Zoom, by text, email. Some people do a study buddy kind of strategy or adult study hall. And I'm a big fan of reward strategy, incorporating some type of reward or some way to treat yourself for doing whatever the thing is that you're having high resistance to, just to make it a little more fun and interesting and create kind of an incentive for yourself. You can get some little thing in mind. You can plan some little way to celebrate after. If you're doing it with another person or group, you can plan something together or each with your own thing. But you can also do this with just you. I do it all the time. I'm a total child slash puppy. We'll behave and turn around for treats. <laughs> Technically, we all are. Our brains run on a reward system. But without getting into the brain science today, for all intents and purposes here, just creating some fun little incentive can help it to make it more interesting ahead of time and help you better push through that resistance. Like I'll give myself extra TV time for doing the mail. <laughs> I'll do all kinds of dumb things. Get to listen to my favorite podcast for doing house chores. I'll plan my work afternoon around getting my like recess with a snack. <laughs> because even when it's something you know is good for you and you know you're going to be happy to have done it, your body, your nervous system hasn't fully experienced the reward of it yet. So you still have that high resistance to it. I realize I'm making a lot out of getting yourself to do a worksheet, but it's not just about answering the questions. The questions are the jump start because then even when you mine that information from yourself, then you're going to need to apply it, right? Then you're going to need to do something with it, whether it's continuing to put in the time to make sense of it all or taking whatever has made sense and going and pursuing that goal. So that really comes down to making a practice out of making this a priority, have fun with it. Make it fun. Make it fun. This can seem daunting at first, especially if you're not the kind of person that likes to do these kinds of things or is in the habit of doing these kinds of things. And it's all wrapped up in this big feeling, giant feeling thing you've been avoiding and putting off. So there's going to be strong resistance at first. Quick note on that. Know that it is strongest in the beginning. It's strongest to get those wheels turning another direction. If you think about Somebody gave me an analogy of a ship wheel, which I know nothing about, but apparently if a ship's like going a particular direction, you know, and has that momentum, it's really, I thought of it as like, if you've ever driven a car without power steering, you know, the difference between a car with power steering and a car without power steering. So when you're first turning it around, it sounds like it's extremely hard and that wheel's got like a lot of resistance. But then once 
you get some traction with it. Once you push past that initial resistance, it gets a lot easier. And you basically shift to more like power steering. You still got to show up. You still got to keep the wheels between the lines and keep on the road. But it's a lot easier. And you know what you're doing. And you got the momentum. Which that is basically getting into the next topic, which is how to keep going. So what we were just talking about really is how to get started. That's what the worksheet is for. That's the worksheet is like the jump start, start building that momentum. And even though you might make serious headway with this alone, you're still going to have to take that ball and run with it. Whatever that direction or specific thing is you're determining that you want to pursue, there is the actual pursuit, right? Or if you're still in that space of uncertainty, you have some ideas, some some pieces you want to play around with, but obviously you still got to do the playing and experimenting. That obviously is its own kind of pursuit. That's where some of the exercises from the sheet will come in. And that's really a matter of making a habit of this, making a habit of investing time into figuring out what I call your big meaningful thing. Whether you think of it as your right path, your life purpose, your career calling, however you think of it, your important work that you're trying to figure out exactly what it is or how to go about it or all of the above. You want to make a habit of being in the pursuit of that, the figuring outness and or the going after itness. It's going to take some time and input, right? That might mean, as you'll see in the sheet, it might mean anything from regular job searching, regular job applying. It might mean researching different things, asking around, networking with some people, looking for inspiration, finding inspiration in different places, taking career quizzes, et cetera, et cetera. There's all kinds of different things you can do. Arranging meetings with people, again, virtual, in-person, phone, whatever, that maybe you can pick their brain about something you're interested in or someone that has been through this type of transition before that might have some helpful advice or insight to offer. So any of these types of things, obviously they're going to require the the sitting down and doing it, right? The the typing the keys, the writing the thing, the making the call, the text, the whatever. So that's why I'm going in a little deeper than this. It's not just about how do I make the time and get the structure or system in place to do the worksheet, but how can I build this habit or this system for investing in this on a regular basis? And it is that consistent investment that is going to start to pay off, that is going to start to yield that interest in those dividends. I don't even know what a dividend is, I just realized, but interest. All right. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I know I'm throwing a lot at you. Don't let this scare you. This can be something like one morning a week or one evening a week, or it can be two or three. It can be a lunch break a particular day or days. Think about whatever might work best for you in terms of the time you feel able to give to it, and then how can you make it easier to make it happen? How can you set yourself up for success at making that a regular investment, at building that habit? Which goes back to some of those examples I threw out. You know, if you're like me and you need external accountability, don't sweat it. Go for it. Make it easier on yourself. And you know what? It's nice to have a buddy in some of all this. If you can find one that happens to be doing something kind of similar, that's great. But if not, that's okay. There are people wanting to work on all kinds of things. I mean, aside from those type A superhumans that just can say a hundred things and do them, most of us have things that we're wanting to get around to and trying to get around to or wanting to make a habit of and struggling to make a habit of. So most likely there is somebody you know that you can buddy up with to do this kind of thing or um, consider looking for an accountability or goals group yourself. 
consider starting one. It doesn't have to be any big ordeal of organizing in person or something. It can be online. It can be just a few people. One note on that, if you do go looking to join something or build something, look for one that has established credibility of some kind in terms of like track record, have been doing it for, it doesn't have to be years, even a few months or something, but just some indication that they are holding each other accountable because Generally speaking, most people are absolutely terrible at holding each other accountable. You still set the pace and the level of energy you're putting in. You know, you're still doing something that's realistic for you, but it's a matter of something structured in a way that's going to help you actually follow through on that. And if you start one, same thing, just consider, okay, how do we, how do we set this up to where we're kind of in this together and it really matters that we practice setting goals that we fully intend to follow through on and that it really matters that we follow through and it matters to the group. One other quick thing I'll share as far as this goes, um, this really fantastic online tool called Focusmate is one that I use and it is a game changer, dare I say life changer. It's an accountability platform. It's basically, you can, you can Google it. It's easy to see pretty quickly exactly what it is but it's an accountability productivity platform that pairs people to do basically virtual study sessions. And in those sessions, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't have to be computer work, study work or whatever, but it just matches you with someone for you to hold each other accountable. And it's free to cheap, depending on how you do it. Again, you can Google it, Focusmate or focusmate.com. I'm gonna wax poetic about that another time because it really is fantastic. And I think it's so helpful to so many people. Um, but if you're interested, look that up. There are also many other things like it. Um, I have a fondness for Focusmate because I've been using it a while. The community is very supportive. The, the guys that run it seem like really good people. They're very involved and invested. So I am partial to that one. I have no affiliation. I don't give any, I don't get any money or anything for this. It's just sincere endorsement. There are others like that. You can feel free to Google just like virtual accountability. Actually, if you just Google virtual accountability, probably you could get something like that. You can find the different things like that. Okay, so there's some ideas of putting a structure in place to keep this a priority and to make sure you're following through on it on a regular basis. That's how you're going to build that momentum more quickly. That's how you're going to start to see the things starting to shape, take shape. And then sooner versus later, get to that place where you feel like you are on your way, if not there. As uncertain and wild and far out as that might seem right now, when you intentionally focus on it in this way and prioritize it, it can be astounding how fast it can happen. Okay, let's recap. First and foremost, determine if this is happening. Is this worth investing yourself in? Don't wish, don't try, don't hope. Decide, is this happening or not? Am I going to do this work or not? Am I going to get this ball rolling? And if so, then how? How can you make sure it happens? What's the system you need to put in place to help make it easier to follow through? Doesn't have to be complicated. It can be as simple as end of listening to this. You stop, take just a minute and say, how can I make sure that I get started on this worksheet this week? Put that into that search function in your brain and see what you get. Then building on that to make sure once you get the ball rolling, you keep it going, you keep moving that ball forward. That's where you want to look at making a habit or routine of keeping this a priority, making, making a practice out of keeping this a priority. Same thing. It's whatever that thing is that helps you to, to get started. 
and to make sure you follow through, just ask yourself, how can you build that into an ongoing system like we just talked about? Then set that mindset dial to experimental mode. Release the judgment. Keep releasing the judgment because it's going to keep creeping back in. Release the judgment, the self-punishment, any inclination to shame, the entitlement that might want to creep in. That often happens. We feel entitled for things to go faster and work out better than they are. (laughs) We feel entitled to how we want them to go at the speed we want them to go. And we get frustrated when that doesn't happen. So watch that and just keep releasing it. None of it has any use here. It cannot help you. It will not help you. It will only hurt you. What will help you is to get curious, stay curious, experiment, and keep experimenting. I know this seems like a lot, but consider this committed, consistent investment of yourself from anywhere from a few weeks to a few months can literally change the trajectory of the rest of your life in a truly profound way way. Just imagine at some point, the same way I'm looking back now and telling my story of how this all worked out, you will be too. And honestly, like if I think about not having done it, not having invested myself in this process, the way I'm encouraging you to, like I could almost cry right now just thinking about it. Now knowing how much is on the other side of that, how wide open you can break your life and yourself in the best way. Keep flashing forward and imagine telling your story, looking back on this time when you were so uncertain and so full of doubt and telling your story of how amazingly it all worked. I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills right now just thinking about that, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Did I even finish my sentence? Telling your story of how amazingly it all worked out and looking back and just seeing how even those funky pieces, how even times when... You didn't think it was going right. You didn't think it was going well. You might have experienced some rejection, and that was part of getting to where you wanted to get. Imagine that where you are right now, you're actually right on track, pointed in the right direction. And the sooner you dive in and commit in that way, while you may not see the end point in sight right away, there is such a huge difference between knowing you're on your way and wishing you were. That alone can be a profound change. And I am here for it all. I want to hear about it. I want to support you on it. I want to answer whatever questions you have. I'll be bringing more to you here on the podcast. More about this process, more about overcoming those obstacles, as well as doing that emotional work that's going to come up and navigating and simplifying all of those other areas of your life in support of this most important work. All right, so let me get off my podium for today and leave this with you and let you get to it. Thanks again for showing up here. Thank yourself for showing up here. And hey, let's do this again soon.